ഹമീദ്ഹമ أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا بلوناهم كما بلونا أصحاب الجنة إذ أقسموا ليصرمنها مصبحين ولا يستثنون فطاف عليها طائف من ربك وهم نائمون صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم إن الصدق تدفئ غضب الرب وتدفع ميتة السوء أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Respected honored scholars, ulama, elders, beloved brothers It was the duas of one of the pious scholars of Islam that at the dawn of Ramadan he used to recite the following dua Allahumma la tahrimna khayra ma indaka li sharrim ma indana That oh Allah do not deprive us of your mercy because of our sinning. Oh Allah do not deprive us of your mercy because of our transgressions. Oh Allah don't hold our wrongs against us. Oh Allah don't grudge us. Allah Rabbul Izza out of his kindness has provided man with many opportunities to reach him. When the verse of Quran was revealed, مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا Who is there who will give a debt to Allah, that Allah will multiply it many fold. There was one sahabi by the name of Abu Dhahda radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he comes to the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, can I ask you a question? Nabi alayhi wa sallam said, go ahead. Did I understand the implications of this verse correctly? 
is Allah asking for a loan despite Allah being independent? Nabi Ali Salam responded by saying, Naam yuridu ayyudhilakumul jannatabihi. That indeed you have heard correct. Allah is asking for a loan. He doesn't need the money, but Allah is only providing you with an added opportunity to enter you into Jannah. He said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, if that is what you say, I make you my witness. I swear by Allah, all I own is two gardens. I own one in a place called Alia, the other is in a place called Safila. I give both these gardens on the name of Allah. In lieu of that, if you give me your word, Allah would give me Jannah. I'm prepared to give both these gardens. Nabi Ali Salam said that, no, no, let us do this. When you contribute on the name of Allah and the other garden, you keep back as a source of income for you, your wife and your children. He said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, if that is what you say, I make you my witness, the better of the two gardens for Allah and the other one for myself. The better of the two gardens for Allah and the other one for myself. Then Nabi Ali Salam said, Then definitely Jannah is for you. Lengthy narration, I don't have time. So this Sahabi Abu Dahda, listen to this. So he leaves Masjid al-Nabawi, he goes to this garden. As he's about to enter the garden, his wife is sitting with the kids in the garden as was customary amongst the Arabs. You know, wonderful ambiance, breeze blowing, birds chirping, children playing. And he looks at his little children playing in this garden. His wife is reclining in this garden. And he looks at his wife from a distance and he sings couplets to his wife. Hadaki Rabbi Subul Rashadi, Ila Sabil Il Khairi was Sadadi, Baini Minal Ha Itibil Wadadi, Fakad Mada Kardan Ila Tanadi, Akratuhu Lahal Atimadi, Bitaw Ila Manno Walartidadi, Ila Raja Adafi, Filmi Adi, Fartahili, Bin Nafsi Wal Auladi, Walbirula Shaka, Walbirula Shaka, Fahiru Zadin, Adamahul Maru Ila Maadi, Lahu Akbar. He said, Oh my wife, you know how fond and attached I am to this garden. I heard that Allah is asking for a loan. I have given this garden as a loan to the Almighty Allah. In lieu of this garden, Allah would give us a better, a superior garden in Jannah. I mean, my brother, you come to the wife. You know what? My brother is living in a rented home. You know, how about us give one of our rental properties, let us transfer it over to him. No, no, that's for me and my kids. That's for me and my kids. I'm not concerned about your brother. I mean, this was that Sahabia. This was a woman of integrity. What did he tell his wife? The best provision is that which we have sent forth for Akhirah. The wife looks at the husband, she responds with poetry. Allah 
knowledge You have barred yourselves from the volumes of Islamic knowledge. I was just reading the other day, you know, about dates. They say when the date comes out of the tree, the first form of the date is called halal. Thereafter, it is called balah. Thereafter, it is called busar. Thereafter, it is called rutab. And thereafter, it is called tamar. Subhanallah, this is the different stages in the development of these dates. So nonetheless, he tells the wife, whatever dates you have, you know, empty the pockets and walk out of the garden. So the mother comes, the wife comes to the kids, she empties the pockets out, whatever dates they have in their mouth, they spat it out. And Allah's Nabi, he comes to this garden, Abu Dahda, as the wife steps out of this garden, husband and wife greet one another. Nabi Ali Salam looking at the scene, what did he say? Allah alone knows, Allah alone knows how many vineyards, how many orchards, how many palatial homes Abu Dahda and his family will enjoy in Jannah. So my brothers, one avenue that Allah has given us is generosity on the name of Allah. What did my Nabi say? Allah has created two angels. We have no other task. One makes dua and the other one curses. One makes dua to the Almighty Allah. Allahumma a'ti munfiqan khalafa. Oh Allah, the one who gives on your name, give him a better substitute. The other one curses. Allahumma a'ti munsikan talafa. Oh Allah, the one who holds his wealth, destroy him instantly. When Allah created Jannah, Allah Ta'ala said, Jannah, speak to me, what do you have to say? So paradise said, Qad aflahal mu'minun. Fortunate are those who will enter into Jannah. Allah, Allah, Allah Ta'ala then addressed Jannah and said, Fawa'izzati wa jalali, la yujawiruki fihi bakhilun. By my greatness and my honor, I would never allow a miser to put foot in you. I would never allow a miser to put foot in you. When my Nabi was leaving this world, the greatest calamity, catastrophe that came upon the entire human race was that inevitable moment when Allah's Nabi was leaving this world. Study the narration. Nabi Ali Salam gathers his wives. What was the final parting advice that he had given to his wives? What did he say? Asrahu kunna luhu kan bi atwalu kunna yadan. That wife of mine will have the longest hands. In other words, that wife of mine that will spend the most in the part of Allah, that will be that wife of mine who will meet me first in Jannah. In one narration, what did the Nabi of Allah say? Inna Allah ba'atha Habibi Jibreel. Allah sends my beloved Jibreel to Ibrahim, Khalilullah. And Jibreel tells the Nabi of Allah, tells Ibrahim, 
ابراہیم It was your generosity that inspired me to make you my friend and my prophet. It was the generosity that inspired me to make you my friend and my prophet. You know, it comes in one narration when a generous disbeliever, when he passes away, Allah Ta'ala will instruct the doorkeepers of Jahannam that punish this man because of his disbelief. However, وَخَفِّفْ أَنْهُ الْعَذَابَ بِقَدْرِ سَخَاوَتِهِ Reduce his torment in the hellfire in relation to his generosity in this world. And this could be substantiated from an incident that is recorded in Quran. Allah Ta'ala speaks about Samiri in Quran. Who was Samiri? The man who had initiated the worship of the golden calf. When Musa Ritur, you know, to receive the Torah. So this man Samiri, what it, uh, scholars have written, if you open Tafsir Jalalain, It is said that he grew up at the hands of Jibreel. So Jibreel used to nourish this child and take care of this child. So, and he was born that very year that Musa salam was born. His name was also Musa. So the Arabic poet says, فَمُوسَ الَّذِي رَبَّاهُ جِبْرِيلُ كَافِرُوا وَمُوسَ الَّذِي رَبَّاهُ فِرْعَوْنُ مُرْسَلُوا That Musa who grew up in the lap of Jibreel became the enemy of Allah. And that Musa who grew up in the lap of Fir'aun became the friend of Allah. So it is said that the Samiri, his actual name was also Musa, but Quran makes a reference to him using the name Samiri. So what he had done, he had collected some sand from beneath the feet of Jibreel. And he collected gold from the Bani Israel, and he made the golden calf. And he had taken some sand and placed it into the mouth of this calf and he just to give off a mooing sound. So people, he told the people, you know what? Leave Musa, this is the Lord of Musa. And people started worshipping the golden calf. When Musa salam returned, he wanted to kill this man. Allah Ta'ala told him, Musa, indeed the crime this man has committed justifies that you kill him. But it's one quality he has in his life, and that is the quality of generosity. Oh Musa, do not kill him, but only curse him. Hence Musa salam cursed this man, and he lived a life of loneliness. What I'm saying, my brothers, generosity to give on the name of Allah. You know, people speak about insurance and outsurance, and cut off the middleman and lower premiums, whatever have you. Wallahi, there's no better way that you could ensure yourselves and your families than giving charity on the name of Allah. The Ayta Karima I have recited before you, it's the famous verse of Surah Al-Qalam in the 29 Juz of Quran. There was an elderly man living on a farm with his sons. And the old man had a wonderful practice. Whenever the time came to harvest the crops, he would take a third of the crops, give it in charity, a third he would sell in the market, and a third he would keep for himself and his family. 
He continued with this practice. So much of barakah was coming home and calamities were being averted and diverted as a result of this generosity and the charity. The old man passed away. The children inherited the legacy. The youth of that time like the youth of today. You know, so they sit together. They've inherited the legacy, the inheritance from their father. So the brothers say, you know what, from this point onwards, when the poor people come, they must pay the price like everyone else. Brother, who feared the Almighty Allah. He said, let us not be so merciless. It might sound tempting, we might make more money this way by depriving the poor people of the charity, but we don't know how many calamities were being averted. So the other brothers tell him, if you want to remain behind, Tomorrow we will harvest the crops before the poor people come. And when the poor people come, they must pay the price like everyone else. He said, I am warning you, do not do that. The Quran says, As the brothers advance early the next morning, ready to harvest the crops. The night before, Allah sent a divine storm. It reduced those gardens to ruins beyond recognition. When these brothers come early the next morning, ready to harvest the crops, they look around them and they said that, you know what? It seems as though we have come to somebody else's farm. That brother said, didn't I warn you? Didn't I warn you? Like I said, you know, people speak about insurance and outsurance. My brothers, be honest, be honest. Allah has given us wealth. Just the other day, one brother approaches me. He said that, Mulana, I haven't discharged my zakah for the past 10 years. How do I, how do I work it out? I mean, not speaking about zakah. Channel your wealth in avenues that earns the pleasure of the Almighty Allah. The hadith that I quoted before you, what did Nabi Ali Salam say? Inna sadaqa tudfi'u ghadab al-Rabb. Giving charity cools the anger of Allah. وَتَدْفَعُ مِيْتَةَ السُّوءُ And it safeguards a person from an unpleasant death. The hadith appears in Kanzul Ummal, amazing narration. Ibn Asakir has also recorded this. In the time of Nabi Isa salam, there was an evil man habit. Whenever a bird would lay an egg and a nestling would be born, this man would come and he would snatch the nestling in front of the mother. I gave you the reference. Kanzul Ummal, Ibn Sakir has recorded this. And you'll find this in many hadith kitabs. So this man would snatch the nestling in front of the mother. This bird complains to Allah. That only Allah, whenever I lay an egg and a nestling is born, this man comes and mercilessly snatches the nestling in front of my eyes. Allah inspires the birds. If this man ever repeats that action again, I will destroy him instantly. Subsequently, a few months later, the bird lays an egg. Two nestlings were born. This man got to know about it. He takes his stepladder. When he was in that locality, one beggar came to him and he said, give me some Thing I am begging. What did he do? He took out a slice of bread, a slice of bread, and he gave it to this beggar. 
He then continues, Clyde comes to the street, climbs up the ladder, and snatches the two nestlings in front of the mother. These birds complain to Allah, Ya Rabbana innaka wa'attana an tuhlikahu in aad, wa qad aad falam tuhlikhu. Oh Allah, you had promised, if this man ever repeats that action again, you will destroy him instantly. Allah then tells the birds, Awalam ta'lama, awalam ta'lama, anni la ahliku ahadan yatasaddaq bi sadaqati dhalikal yawm. Don't you know, I will never harm nor punish any person who gives charity on a day. I would never harm nor punish any person who gives charity on that day. In one narration, what did my Nabi say? Ma min ahad yatasaddaq bi sadaqa illa hufidha min ayyamuta min ladghatin aw hatmatin aw mawtin bakhda. You give charity on a day, my Nabi said, I give you my word. Allah will protect you from an accident. Allah will protect you from a sudden death. Allah will protect you from being bitten by a venomous serpent or animal. In its same narration of Kanzul Ummal, you know there was one man in the time of Nabi Isa salam. You know like they say in English, you know sometimes these English anecdotes, what do they say? Some people give up positivity wherever they go. Some people give up positivity wherever they go. And on the other hand, some people give up positivity whenever they go. Like you said, this man is better dead than alive. So, uh, so there was this man in the time of Isa salam, evil man. So they come to Isa salam, and they said, you know what, this man is walking around. So Isa salam said, by the will of Allah tomorrow, that man will be dead. So the next day, they see this man is floating around. They come to Isa salam, and they said, you cursed the man, but perhaps your curse fell on someone else. Isa salam said, call the man here. As he comes before Isa salam, he was holding something in his hand. Isa salam said, throw it down. It was a bundle of wood. He said, Hulla hatabak. Open the bundle of wood. As he opens the bundle of wood, فَإِذَا فِيهَا حَيَّةٌ سَوْدَى There was a venomous serpent inside. Isa salam said, on my command, the serpent was ordered to poison you. But it's some action that you had done that has averted my curse from you. He said, I've done nothing. Absolutely nothing. Isa salam said, think carefully, what have you done? He said, yes, yes. Yesterday I was walking on the road. A man came to me. I gave him one dirham. One dirham. Isa salam said, because of one dirham, you have averted the curse of the Nabi of Allah from you. One dirham. You have averted the curse of the Nabi of Allah from you. You know, my brothers, when you do good to someone, Wallahi, the goodness that comes in your own life. It's so amazing. In one narration uh, of Muslim, what did the Nabi of Allah say? Lama khalaqallahu al-ard. When Allah created the earth, ja'alat tamid. The earth started shaking and moving around. Allah then placed mountains onto the earth to give it stability. You know, the Quran has much to do with scientific research and technology, etc. So when the Malaika had seen this huge creation of the mountains, they then asked Allah, Oh Allah, have you created anything stronger than the mountains? Allah said, yes, I've created al-hadid, I've created steel and iron. وَأَنزَلْنَا الْحَدِيدَ فِيهِ بَأْسٌ شَدِيدٌ 
The angels will ask Allah, هَلْ فِي خَلْقِكَ شَيْءٌ أَشَدُّ مِنَ الْحَدِيدِ Oh Allah, anything stronger than iron? Allah said, Annar, I've created fire which can melt steel. The angels are enjoying this dialogue with Allah. هَلْ فِي خَلْقِكَ شَيْءٌ أَشَدُّ مِنَ النَّارِ Anything stronger than fire? Allah said, Alma, I've created water. The angels then ask Allah, anything stronger than water? Allah said, yes, I've created a reef. I've created the winds which could change the direction of water. The angels then ask Allah, Anything stronger than the winds also? Allah said, yes, yes. Ibn Adam, yatasaddaq bi yameeni, fayukhfiha min shimali. When the son of Adam gives charity with his right hand, that his left hand does not know about it, this is greater than everything that I have created. You know, often we go out of our way to speak about the good that we do for others. So there was a scholar, there was an alim that mentioned to me not too long ago. He said that Monana was sitting in this dawat. So I was invited and there were nine, uh, six people sitting on the table around. And his brother comes to me and he said that Monana, the money I gave you, is it enough? So he said, just for the record, you know, I don't want people to get the wrong impression I'm on the take. Don't make people into beggars. Don't create the wrong impression. He said, just by this man is speaking about, he's asked me to disperse his zakah funds. He said, no, Molana, I would not think of that. But you know what? There's a time for everything. Just to set the record straight. Many a times you put people in embarrassing situations. You give charity, do it for the name of Allah. How often don't we hear? This man is not shukar. I did so much for him. But look at him. If you're doing it for him, or you're doing it for the pleasure of the Almighty Allah. So what did my Nabi say? Hadith Qudsi. Sahaba asked the Nabi of Allah, Ayyu sadaqati a'zamu ajra. Which is that charity that constitutes the maximum benefit? What did my Nabi say? Anta sadaqa wa anta sahihun shahihun. Takhsha al-faqra wa tahmulu al-baqa. Wala tamahal hatta idha balaghat al-hulqoom. Qulta li fulanin kada wa fulanin kada. When you're healthy and you're wealthy, you understand the value of the rand, the dollar and the pound. And you don't wait to that point, up to that point, when your soul reaches the collarbone. And then you say, when I die, so much here, so much there. Give so much to this institution. Sharia has already decided when you are healthy and you are and wealthy in the prime of your life give charity on the name of Allah Abdullah bin Mas'ud used to say dirhamun yunfiqu ahadukum fi sihha one dirham that you will give whilst you are healthy is better than a hundred if not a thousand at the time one dirham that you will give whilst you are healthy is better than a hundred if not a thousand at the time of death so so what does he write he says make charity a common practice in your life why there are ten benefits in charity Five you will see instantly in this world. And I'll just leave you with this. He said five you will see instantly in this world. You know there was one man by the name of Hassan bin Abi Sinan. So one day there was a woman who knocks on the door. As he opens the door, she was extremely beautiful. So he calls one of his servants. 
And he said, Give this woman 400 dirhams. I mean, my brother, beautiful woman knocks on my door, your door. And she says, you know what, I'm begging. We'll start speaking about some other charity of money. So the servant looks at him, at Hassan bin Abi Sinan. He said, normally when beggars come, you know, we give them one, two, three, four, five dirhams. Here you're saying give her 400 dirhams. He said, my brother, don't get me wrong. He said, ila jamaliha. I looked at the beauty of this woman. I said, she's vulnerable. If I am not going to take care of her, she's going to knock the door of my neighbor and she would present herself and she will commit zina. I thought, let me give her 400 dirhams. She can live a life with dignity and get married with respect and dignity. Mufti Mahmoud sahab rahmatullahi alayhi, one day sitting with his murids, and one person comes and he said, I am begging. So Mufti sahab, he calls one of his murids, and he said, give this man 500 dirhams. He said, 500, normally we give them 10, 20. He said, give him 500 dirhams, making shukar to the Almighty Allah that I am not a beggar. Making shukar to the Almighty Allah that I am not a beggar. What does Fatih Abulay Samarqandi write? He said, there are 10 benefits in sadaqah and charity. Five you will see instantly in this world. He said, number one, Allah will give you barakah in your wealth. Allah will give you barakah in your wealth. Nabi Ali Salam addressing the businessman, Allah in al bay'a yahduruhu al-lahu wal-halafu wal-kithbu. Oh businessman and those engaged in trade and commerce, this is such a interaction where you are pro- you're prone to utter those things that are incorrect. Give charity to serve as an atonement. You have, for example, a thousand rands, your takings for the day. Take 10 rands, 20 rands, give it on the name of Allah. And wants to come home with thousand rands. That money will go from doctors to problems, to advocates, to worries. Pay in advance, store in the bank of Allah. And have your calamities averted and diverted on the command of the Almighty Allah through the, through the avenue of charity. So what did Nabi write? He said, Allah will give you barakah in your wealth. Allah will give you barakah in your wealth. Number two, he said, Tathirul Badan. Allah will give you barakah in your health. Allah will give you barakah in your health. Number three, what did my Nabi say? Someone is sick, give charity on the name of that sick person. Allah would give that person cure. Number four, he writes, Faqih Abu Samarqandi. He said, Idhalu surur. This will bring joy and happiness to others. Allah forbid today that poor man is obligated to that wealthy man. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah will turn the tables. Allah, what did my Nabi say? Inna lil masakeen. Verily on the day of Qiyamah, the poor will be in high lofty abodes. And Allah will tell the poor man, walk around in Jannah, walk around in Jannah. Unzuru man at'amakum fillahi luqma. Go and find any person that had given you something to eat or something to drink. What did my Nabi say? Sahaba said, O Nabi of Allah, if we feed animals, will we be rewarded? My Nabi said, satisfy the hunger of any creature and Jannah is yours. 
Satisfy the hunger of any creature and Jannat is yours. We speak about animal welfare, animal well-being. I mean, we look at our walimas today. What did my Nabi say? The worst food is the food of the walima. Walima is a great sunnah. What did my Nabi make reference to? Where you invite only the wealthy. I am pleased to announce that Mr. A will be present at my daughter's function. You invite the wealthy, you invite a prominent personality to add value to your function. Wallahi, my Nabi said, invite that poor man who's desperate for a plate of food. That wealthy man, whether you have prawns on the table, you have a 10 course meal, he leaves out moaning and groaning. Wallahi, invite that poor man, the friend of Allah, the dua will trouble with your generation. What did my Nabi say in the Rewaita Muslim? That amongst the servants of Allah are those servants of mine. Ajulat maniyatuhu. Those who live a very short life. People rarely invite them. Nobody gives that man a second glance. But what did my Nabi say? If that man has to pick up his hands in dua, if he has to pick up his hands in dua, Allah will make it happen on his qasam. He makes dua for you, Allah will open the doors of the heaven, the dua of the poor man will with generations. Take the du'as of people. If you cannot make a man smile, don't make a man cry. If you cannot become an ambassador, my brother, for Allah's sake, do not become an obstacle. What do they say in English? And I leave you with these words, not everyone can do great things. Not everyone can do great things. But each and every one of us can do simple things in a great way. Not everyone can do great things, but each and every one of us can do simple things in a great way. We are about to approach Ramadan, and I leave you with this. What do they say? No one is sinless, but each and every one of us could make a concerted effort to sin less. Let us make this niyyah on this blessed day of Jumu'ah as we are about to. Allahumma balaghna Ramadan. Allah show us the blessed month of Ramadan. Allah show us many more Ramadans. Let this Ramadan be the turning point in our lives. We make dua to the Almighty Allah. Allah grant us the ability that we channel our health and our wealth in avenues that earns the pleasure of the Almighty Allah. Brothers, just before the sunnah, Alhamdulillah, we indeed fortunate that we have a brother who will be officially taking the shahada. Uh, we met him yesterday, mashallah. And I just thought I would make mention, I asked him, what motivated you? What inspired you to become a Muslim? So there's a brother who's also sitting in the crowds. A few, about two years back, he had taken the Shahada. And this brother mentioned to me, I had seen the character of this man. And I said, I want to be like him. I want to be like him. And then he mentioned to me the second reason that he was motivated. He said that over the past few years, you know, he's been receiving the lectures of Mufti Ismail Menk. And he's been listening to, you know, the lectures of Mufti Saab and that motivated him. And he said that he wants to take the Shahada. May Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq that we become ambassadors. Allah Ta'ala make him firm in his fate. And I was, uh, you know, I was totally blown away yesterday. You know, the amount of knowledge that he has about Islam, you know, because of his interaction, uh, you know, with Muslims. So he has profound knowledge you know, on Islam. And he told me that he's ready. So I just thought that officially, inshallah, we will just request him. So you could just repeat after me. La ilaha. La ilaha. Illallah. Illallah. Muhammadur. 
Muhammad Rasul Rasul Allah Allah there is no worthy of worship but Allah there is no worthy of worship but Allah and Muhammad peace be upon him and Muhammad peace be upon is him is the messenger of Allah is the messenger of Allah ashhadu ashhadu i testify i testify Allah Allah that there is no deity that is no deity illa Allah illa Allah except Allah except Allah wa ashhadu wa ashhadu and i testify and i testify that verily that verily the prophet muhammad the prophet muhammad peace be upon him peace be upon him is his servant is his servant and his messenger and his messenger takbir takbir allah taala make him firm in his faith allah taala accept him and all those that inspired him you know to you know towards islam allah taala reward them my brothers this is an ideal opportunity we are born muslim we take it for granted you know you look at people that have reverted to islam you know and they will tell you what it is you know the peace that they find inside allah taala accept Allah Taala we welcome you to you know to the Islamic faith and we welcome you to our community